what's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Frotcast. I'm Vince Mancini, coming at you not live from the Frot Quarters. I always do it out of order because I'm really good at this. But I'm joined, as always, <laughs> by you know him, you love him, Mr. Matt Lee. Goodbye, licking poo-poo. Who could lom a name on you? All right, um, I don't know. I don't know. Are you actually, trying to the harmonize with yourself? I was. I was. I was trying to harmonize with myself. Um, licking poo-poo. I this, don't know. It got weird. Matt Lieb and has I, at sorry. least a two-octave range. I've always said that about him. That's true. Mm-hmm. I do. If you include my falsetto, I have one perfect octave. <laughs> Yeah, it's like do re mi fa sol la ti do. <laughs> He's got a head voice and a chest voice. That's all you need. I got both. Yeah, yeah. Matt, yeah, who's I'm joining pretty... us today? Oh, you know him. You love him. It is comedian Grant Gordon. Hello, in the boys. How hey. we doing? I'm doing a Jewish thing. Yes, Hello. you are. How you doing? <laughs> I'm going to commit for an hour. Uh, yeah. Great, man. I'm fantastic. I'm nice. really good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I see you've got uh, you've got synthesizers in, in the back. I'm like always in, in ensconced in synths, my man. Mm. Yeah. Leather always. chair. Mm-hmm. Is that real leather? I am obsessed with setting myself up to create and yes. then oh, not and then yeah. not creating. You oh, know, no, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I am obsessed with the ramp. I love yes. sculpting the ramp into yes. being productive. You get uh, and mindset then, and then shitting first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But know, it doesn't work though. You yeah. sit, I just I get all the gear. The I get you all the gear. Yeah. You know, but I, then I don't do the thing. You but sit anyway. for the work that you hope to get. That's why <laughs> You know, that's why gamer chairs are so popular. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. First you get the chair, then you get the games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you get the money, and then yeah, you get, get a power, power. And, uh, then, and then you get a uh, pussy. <laughs> exactly. <a> <laughs> Literally one. No. <laughs> and she's very, very strange. Yes. Yeah. She's going to steal your money and then she's <laughs> going to get the power. <laughs> and then she gets herself. <laughs> The circle, circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> the closed circuit of life. Um, yeah. Uh, you, you look at, you look good. I oh, like we're still this. in my intro. Oh, yeah. I'm great. Yeah. 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 Well, I, we, we, we're not really anywhere. Is mm, the thing. Okay. I just, you know, I just wanted to. No, if you want to admire the button, by all means. Yeah. Lay know, it on me. Yeah. I like a nice setup. Yeah. It's, uh, me too. you know, it's interesting because I've noticed that there is, um, I, I, I'm not the first person to make this, um, uh, observation but uh i will be the last and it, i've noticed speaking of like dressing for the job you want and kind of like having the gear and not really doing anything um there are fake podcasts that exist on um on tiktok have you guys you were telling this? me about this and i couldn't tell what you were trying to explain to me it's very yeah. simple and mm-hmm. okay. uh may i was telling <laughs> the you problem is about it, it, came, it. Okay. it came in the context of a tweet uh sorry of a of a text chain that brett was right. on and brett right. <laughs> brett yes. texts us from a special former frightcast host uh brett who many of you remember and still ask me mm-hmm. when he's coming back on the show the answer is uh never but we are on a text chain with him on the special app that he built because he's weird like that and yes. uh he always starts every thought like seven thoughts in yes and, he's uh, already like you really have to know <laughs> 
what the context yeah. of what he's You're talking just about reverse, is reverse engineering is you have to reverse engineer it yeah. and, it's, and, most, and it's like he's one of the best riffers that i've ever met or that oh, I know. Yeah. and so he, he's like three incredible riffs deep on a topic that like that should have no realistically started like seven thoughts prior that we <laughs> we never heard like he's just off on one and we're like that's funny but like you have not there's no way to contribute to it in any way because you have no idea what he's talking about I, I got to see if I can find the way he responded to this uh, entire thing because it was so... So that was, was the just... context of Matt trying to explain this to me. And so I was already like so lost by then that I didn't know if it was like some conceptual uh, riff. Right, if it was just maybe of... a riff now, Matt was just digging in. Yeah. And mm-hmm. who kn- yeah, sanding. Yeah, okay, right. I see. So what, what, what I was talking about is that um, if you go on like TikTok, you will at some point see... Um, like a very hot woman or uh, a young, handsome man talking into a microphone, saying something like, um, like, like it's a clip from a podcast where he goes, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I always make sure that the woman doesn't come. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Because <laughs> if the woman comes, then that means that she has gotten her needs fulfilled. And when that happens, she doesn't need you anymore, bro. So that's why I always say that you never make a woman come. And then that's all you see, right? That's yeah. the entire clip. That is not actually a clip from a podcast. Okay. That yeah. is it's a, a parody of it. It's essentially a parody, but I, get I mean, par- parody, uh, I don't know. Parody kind of implies like they're doing it as a joke. Yeah. They're they're doing it not as a joke. They're doing it to sell. Yeah, pretend oh, that they have their friends. own. It's account. like a sizzle reel. <laughs> a sizzle <laughs> reel. That's for, exactly for what a it podcast is. that they hope to uh, make. Yes. And, yes. And, <laughs> okay. and these usually, are the type of hot takes wow. you may or may not expect. I'm just I got hot takes. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Engineering the active <laughs> conversation. I like. And it. you don't see other. Yes, you're reverse engineering the active conversation. You don't reverse see engineering. Other, that's in it now. That's, that's you don't see name. other hosts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the times you'll hear the mic. Uh, or you hear the audio and you're like, that's not coming from a mic. That's the camera. <laughs> and then you're like, wait a second. This is put, not plugged in. <laughs> they just put a windscreen on a banana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like a, a wooden sauce spoon. It sounds like those, those both sound like ween albums or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> windscreen on a banana. <laughs> I was, I'm sorry to like derail, but I was on a, a soundtrack podcast the other day and ween was on the soundtrack and uh, mm. I, I love ween um and like mm. the way i described ween was i think it was in the other guys where mark Wahlberg uh, reveals that he like had learned to tap dance to make fun of the kid he lived down the street right. from who was actually, like i feel like that is ween musically like they yeah. they will take your genre and do it better than you to uh, to, to clown you. on you yeah. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. I love that. That's yeah. exactly my style. So when I was explaining this to you, Vince, over the uh, the group chat, the the secret fucking encrypted group chat that mm-hmm. Brett uh, that Brett literally invented, so that the government couldn't spy or something. I don't know. So I was explaining that, um, but no podcast exists. The audio was from her iPhone mic, uh, not from the mic that was plugged in. And then he immediately responded symbols freed from meaning all context burning oink for slop. Praise the basilisk. <laughs> we approach the limit. Welcome to the body without organs. And then in, in, in quotes, uh, a symptom, a symptom, Tum molly asymptomally fine 
and then a picture of some sort of skeleton with multiple arms. <laughs> hmm. And, uh, and, and this every, was confusing to you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weird. Every picture he sends is like maybe like he created an AI to generate it, which happens a lot. And we're just like supposed to laugh with the image. But I don't know if that's how he made it or if it's just a product of his really old phone that he needs to run his right. uh, personal chat machine. Another in quotes thing he wrote, if you touch me, you'll die. So he just kind of, and then occasionally he gets back into something normal, like he'll yeah, just say something like, about- yeah, like se- sending zingers into the void or something. And, you know, and, but bro, like, he's like, okay, he's not, yeah. um, he's not mentally ill or anything. He's actually just really funny and smart. Well, it's it just like, sounds like he's get- got too many antennas up. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah he's he's just antennas. switching stations you get yes, smart you know, at- without anyone knowing. Yeah. When yeah. you know too much about one thing, like about how the internet and like computers work, it turns out it makes you like really like deathly paranoid. Um, sure. Which is why. The more you know about anything, the more you want, you should just want to kill yourself. That's right. Yeah. That's why right, right, right. there absolutely is a limit. Yeah. I know. I try to know just a little bit about everything and not, yeah, me too. Uh, and not any more than that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jack of all trades, master of calm. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But not yeah. the woman. Jack just of all dicks. Not yeah. the woman. I've, I've made a woman out of my cum. I hardened yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Never make a woman cum, bro. No. I swear to God, it's shit <laughs> like that. Make a woman. I thought make they were a woman doing... out of cum. Make a woman out of cum, like a golem. <laughs> it's a cum woman. <laughs> Polyurethane <laughs> and <laughs> semen. <laughs> you just need a stabilizing Just coming agent. into a mold. Yeah. Just like filling a mold with cum for like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Until it hardens. Until it loves you. I thought they were doing like a parody of, you know, like men's rights activist podcast. Like I didn't Tim Heidecker do like a full day parody of like a Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he's he's into the like deep parody stuff. But this is like this is like teens and like young young people who for some reason, they look at podcasting as somehow an, a higher art form than uh, the <laughs> right. stuff that they do. Um, but rather than like figure out how to make a podcast or just make a podcast, they uh, they just make clips that look like podcasts. Yeah, it's like and a fake version of fake it until you make it. That sure, uh, is but you could. It's so easy life to make lived entirely. Yeah, I love how having media. a podcast is making it. Like that <laughs> yeah. is. It is. It, well, look at us. There's zero barrier to entry. <laughs> I mean, look at us. You we're know, sitting pretty. It takes. You know, you got to get up pretty true. early in the morning to do what me and Matt do. Absolutely, you really got to put some effort into it. It's in Matt's. You know? Matt's case is like 10, 11 a.m. No, nine thirty something. Sometimes wow. I know, I know. I uh you know You still sleep until nine thirty and you got a kid and everything? You yeah, so, that but that's because I am the uh middle of the night baby master, like mm-hmm. sooth master. So like mm-hmm. that way Francesca she gets a full night. Yes, I've always sleep. said you're very soothing. I am actually very soothing, mm-hmm. is the thing. I, I I I my baby needs me in order to get a good night's sleep. I need to rock her and I sing to her, I sing her songs. I just, I'll sing like. So how late are you usually up? Pop with the, that pussy, bitch. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah, she likes that one. <laughs> or back that ass up. I sing yeah. that to her. Uh huh. Um, mm-hmm. Matt, I did a lot of work uh, finding some topics that oh my we God. could oh, yeah. apply our specific brand of irreverence Absolutely. Uh, to. 
It's well, about like how not to make a woman come because I got some ideas. <laughs> no, this one's great. Uh, the headline is King Charles's official coronation quiche recipe raises some eyebrows. Oh, um, God. Ooh. You know, I'm so glad you were searching for content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that What's, sounds good. No, there's the, the, the actual the monarchy i don't know if they have like a, i assume they have a social media it looks like they have their own web page uh royal.uk uh, and they posted i don't think they could get a web page together i don't think that's above no, i think monarchy. it's possible yeah <laughs> yeah so Although you do wonder when they did it <laughs> you know like at what point did they i mean i'm sure they tried like queen.com first and then went on that yeah and was like that's porn and then they were yeah. like um the queen Royal elizabeth Flush. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Royal it's flush. a scat. <laughs> yeah, royal flush sounds real dirty. Mm. So, all right. Sorry. So, the quiche. Yeah. Recipe. Tell us about please, the, the quiche please. recipe. Tee it up. And, I don't want to And why the tea is up. it? Why does it? Fully tee up. He's <clears> serving <throat> quiche for the coronation. The coronation? Oh, him being king? Yeah. Yeah. Just to be he like. He himself is serving quiche? Like, he's going to make a quiche? I doubt that he's going to make it. He's making a quiche? I don't think he's. Why is it raising eyebrows? Because it's fucked its cousin? Um, because well, that's not weird to them. No. <laughs> You're well, one right, of, one of the ingredients is uh, is fava beans. Uh, I mean, that otherwise it's just a spinach quiche with uh, tarragon, which you know tarragon. Like, okay, we're fancy. Now. Are you gonna put it? You're gonna put some herb in there sure. to be yeah. fancy. Herb Tarragon's a little, you know, yeah. it's a little bit out there. Uh, yeah. But then yeah. they threw in uh, beans, fava beans. That's a and mistake. Those are big beans, beans too. Fava's are, yeah, fava's a, that's a meaty bean. That's, yeah. that's taken over. That's yeah. a fatty bean. I mean, first of yeah. all, British people are always trying to uh, sneak Make beans. Make food disgusting. I hate the beans in the morning. I know yeah. that's the Irish breakfast, but it is also, I think, the English breakfast with the beans. Yeah, the full yeah. English. Yeah, yeah, you got your, you got oh, your. Oh, we like to eat the beans, yeah. <laughs> it's not a food unless there's a bean inside of it, yeah. <laughs> A lot of people like uh, their special, oh, 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 I'll make steak. No, we make a bean steak. It's one giant bean. We <laughs> eat you with our gums because our teeth fell out. We like a soft food because we got no teeth. <laughs> make sure the beans is not too hard, yeah? Yeah, yeah don't get hard, but you got to soak it in water for a day, yeah? And then, and then you got to put it in a crock. Yeah. Make sure the beans has been canned for at least three years, yeah? Well, three years of canning, yeah? No botulism, don't want to die. And, and then you eat it with your gums. <laughs> it's like they they can't stop fetishizing the Blitz, so like they every meal has to have at least that, one why? component of canned thing in there, I, I believe. That's so funny. Yeah. I love the idea that just like remember the bleach. Yeah. Remember World War Two. It was we our finest hour. We was all huddled up together we in was the basement. All scared and crying, and most of us lived <laughs> <laughs> the stiffest upper lips we had. Oh, our lips were so stiff we used them as teeth in absence of them. <laughs> We don't need teeth when we go stiff up a lip, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the uh, recipe calls for uh, milk, uh, double cream, which I think is just what they call cream, uh, two medium eggs, which doesn't seem like enough eggs. Medium eggs, yeah. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you're right. Small. Slow down. Oh, I don't want an extra large. You got <laughs> medium, two medium slow it down, mate. Take yeah. it. 
downshift to a medium. Something in the middle, please. <laughs> we don't need Humpty Dumpty in there. All right, I'm trying yeah, now. I'm trying to put the accent. We ain't to need Humpty Dumpty in it. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty sounds like rhyming slang for something, but I don't know what yeah. it would be. Yeah. Yeah, for the old Humpty Dumpty oh, tonight. We both took an Humpty Dumpty on me chest. <laughs> All the king's horses <laughs> couldn't clean him off again, could they? I couldn't clean the dung off my oh. chest. <laughs> All right. So what else is in this? Uh, tarragon, cheddar cheese, uh, cooked spinach, and uh, and cooked broad beans or soya beans, which... You can't have wait, two, I'm wait, two so eggs fava, in a whole quiche, though. That is what, mine. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Fava beans and... Or. What were the... Or soy. Or. Which or. is like two drastically different beans. You got a big old bean and then you got like a, a edamame normal sized bean. I don't think breakfast should have beans. Maybe like a refried bean if it's a really good refried bean in a, in a breakfast soft, burrito. Yeah. If he's soft. Could you slurp it down with a straw? Oh, yeah, I need something there. I could just pour down my gullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to use my teeth. Oh, me too. Singular. Um, so p- this is raising eyebrows because other yeah. British people so the, uh, are like. So then they had to post too hard. They had to compile all the like most obnoxious tweets uh, about it from um, like professional obnoxious people, I guess. Oh, <laughs> professional British Twitter people, the worst. I mean, there's nothing worse than reading a very annoying tweet and then clicking the profile and finding out they're British and going, oh, God, now this is it just makes everything 10 times more annoying. Yeah. Uh, The one they embedded my take on the coronation quiche quiche as an ex-professional chef and baker is that broad beans are such a weird choice. Are they fresh? Are they double shelled? Have these people peeled broad beans because it's a pain in the arse and tarragon? Why? Okay, so I guess I don't know what a broad bean is. It's a is fava a f- bean. Oh, it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I feel like if you uh, have a staff of chefs uh, mm-hmm. who are there specifically to. Yeah. I don't think that anyone expects a king to be cracking. His yeah. Own like, yeah. I don't, think, no, I, no. I don't think that's a reasonable. Uh, yeah. It's not even reasonable to be mad at him. It's just something no. that, you know, nobody cracks own brings to me every morning. Yeah. When you was know, the last time you shelled a, a chickpea? I've never shelled a chickpea never. in my life. Didn't my even know they had life, a shell. I'm no, I'm no king. Yeah, but do you know what the difference in, between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean is? Racism? There is none, as far as I know. <laughs> no, I've never had a garbanzo bean on my chest. <laughs> Chick- oh, it's good. Oh, it's good. So, you guys get it? It took me a while. It's very, yeah. It sounds like it's going to be a kid's joke, and then it, it, it and, and, it, and then it's an extra kid's joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that leans in. Yeah. Yeah. That's Humpty Dumpty and Histy Pisty. Yeah, <laughs> old chutney ferret. <laughs> Give me the old chutney ferret. Give me the old chutney buttony. Oh, hot curry. Um, broad bean. I love it. They're like medium eggs, and I want the beans to be broad. Yeah, I need the, the beans to be at least one third of the size of the eggs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want them to be similar. You might get confused. <laughs> um. So what happened? Did they did they kill the king. 
The, not yet, no. They don't they don't do that there. They just you know they Is he going to it. wear the quiche as a crown and the coronation? That, that would be yeah, cool. I like that. That's a good idea. As a oh. <laughs> quiche without a crown. Mm. Modest Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened to him? I like to think he's still know. out there. But I, I, like, all I know I'll have he's to in ask. Israel, like as a settler in the West Bank. Just just doing Jamaican doing, rap, yeah, doing reggae stuff <laughs> on the rubble of some poor Palestinian guy's home. <laughs> when when was Modest Yahoo popular? Was that like an early aughts oh, thing? It was an early aughts thing. Four, five, six. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, no, I think six, it was two thousand three. Two thousand. I remember I was still working at uh, um, my local uh, Jewish camp at the time, and uh, and the uh, kids loved some Modest Yahoo. It was I, like, I remember on Birthright, um, the yeah. rabbi on our trip was like, he's a close person. We had a young, cool rabbi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry yeah. Schmuckler. Wow. And Schmuckler. Yes, this was this man's name is Barry Schmuckler. And, Jesus. And yeah, and he was apparently a close personal friend of Modest Yahoo. I love it. <laughs> That's I, I actually, yeah. I think Modest Yahoo stopped being, um, he stopped being Hasidic at some point. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. there was a period where he wouldn't share the stage with a woman because... Yeah, right, was, exactly. Yeah. It just, like, yeah. I think he, at some point, got famous enough and was just like, uh, you know, this is kind of cramping my style a little bit. Like, the reason I'm an artist is I want to share the stage with a woman yeah, and other things, you know what I mean? <laughs> sex stuff. So I assume he did it for sex reasons, but mm. he could have done it just because, you know... It's literally insane to be I, a religious extremist. <laughs> I can't find the tweet now, but there was like a viral one about how uh, how Danzig, like, which is to say, like a, a Guido bodybuilder Elvis impersonator who sings songs about uh, Dracula and and zombies, and coming. is like yeah. one of the most interesting personalities that our culture uh, has ever produced. <laughs> which I think is true, but I feel like the the Jewish version of Danzig is the uh, is like the Hasidic, the Hasidic convert who uh, does reggae songs is like yes. the, is the Jewish Danzig, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's really like uh, you know, it's Americana. We've, we've, yeah. we, it's Americana. We got a real <laughs> melting pot culture yeah. where, uh, I mean, it's all just cultural appropriation by another name, but it's. Uh, it's still magic. It's, a, it's you know? how you mash it up. It's a, it's Tarantino, you know? Exactly. It, it, yeah. it's, it's a cosmic bring... gumbo. It's a, it's a cosmic gumbo. <laughs> That's Ween's third album? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he's probably cool. Um, all I know is that I remember being like, um, Modest Yahoo, I was like, is a very shitty... It's only a cool name if you didn't grow up knowing that your name, if your name was Matthew, your Israeli version of your name was Modest Yahoo. Oh, and really? I didn't. Yeah, I when didn't you know, know that, 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 it is is very. So uh, you're you're a, you're you're a Modest Yahoo. I'm a Modest Yahoo as well. If if I was an Israeli, I'd say you're an arrogant Yahoo. Wow. <laughs> wow. Not very, you're not, not very modest Yahoo. Yeah, so it's uh, you know, it's uh, it was kind of a weird. It name. does but take it, a little uh, bit of the yeah sparkle off of it. It does. Yeah, I mean his whole um, career does smack of some sort of uh, bar mitzvah trick that all his friends were really into. Totally, it is just like uh, he, you know, he did a little performance after reading his haftorah, uh, you know, at the at the after party, 
And, you know, he did like, you know, redemption song or something in front of all of his friends <laughs> yep. and then like did a rap breakdown. He's like, yeah. yo, what up, bitch? My name is Matthew. <laughs> flap, flap, flap in that ass with that cat. I'm a Jew. Yeah, that's very cool. Everybody got to stay in school. You know? And uh, bomba clot. And, and then we're like, oh, that was very good, Matthew. You should keep that up. I definitely think an album. that's like yeah. my favorite genre of artist where it's just someone who had like a really weird par parlor trick and all his friends were like, dude, you should make some money. It's the snow yeah. thing, like the informer guy. Who was yeah. Just like, yeah. There's this Canadian guy, and he can rap really fast, uh, like Again, a reggae guy. Yeah, it was another white guy doing kind of a reggae voice thing. I think there's like something about like not having like a huge West Indies like immigrant culture um, in America. I mean, we do have obviously people from like Jamaica and like Barbados and shit like that, like in America. But because it wasn't part of like the mainstream culture, it just felt like well i this is okay mm -hmm. as a white dude i could i could do a little jamaican yeah. thing chet hayes yeah. is still on that train yeah but chet hayes i mean means listen it. i like i don't think it's i don't think it's weird to acknowledge that uh jamaican patois is uh fun. funny and fun and enjoyable yeah. to listen to yeah it's hard not to I hear like, any of them and be like wow it just sounds good when you say anything yeah you saw that video that Joe Sinclitico sent? It was like some sort of interview. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but uh, the interviewer asked, "It's they're both Jamaican. She asked him, how many kids you have? And he's like, 23. <laughs> 22, baby mother. And then there's a pause and he goes, real bad man. <laughs> and it was just, that was like incredible. Yeah. And he just, just looking at her dead in the eyes, just real bad man. <laughs> like, I saw another he, uh, one going around that was, uh, I, I assume it was in actual Jamaica, but it was like the, you know, those little pamphlets that the Jehovah's Witnesses put out they mm -hmm. did one that was actually in like full jamaican patois like spelled out like phonetically <laughs> the, oh my the jehovah's witnesses did yeah yeah like oh where you one go when you die <laughs> well that's the thing though it's oh the funny God. thing about the jamaican like patois is that it is also a written language right. it, yeah it, and so you will see it like uh like the word can which means can't <laughs> And it's like, you know, one can go to the store, you know, <laughs> like that means you can't go to the store, you know. Um, but yeah, I do. I love that about Jamaicans. Yeah, it's great. They spell and stuff funny. Mm -hmm. I mean, anything, any accent spelled phonetically is is like automatic. Uh, the beef patty is an undeniable banger, you know. Mm -hmm. you What's the beef that. patty? It's Jamaican beef patty. You never had that? No, I, I, I'll I uh, be real with you. The wait, only that's the Jamaican one that's kind of like an empanada, right? Yes, yes, yeah. it is. It 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 is a kind of a sandy dough in a good way uh, mm. that with I think with paprika in it, and Ooh. it's ironically any any pizza shop in New York will will sell you one. I mean, you can get one huh. in places that you know it's like a weird. Um, it it, it 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 exists in a lot of uh, uh, non contextual ways, but it's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. I, I've only ever had like jerk chicken that's the only like jamaican stuff i didn't grow up around any kind of west indies culture and stuff with a you know the 
we didn't there's not a big as far as i know yeah. it's not like new york, a sizable, has a, new york has a sizable community. yeah 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 new york and, does and that's I, why i, I was always shows early on for for all the west indian people yeah i mean yeah i i was always you know confused as to the stereotype of like the uh the Jamaican nurse. I was like, what? Is, why is there always right. a Jamaican nurse and right, stuff? Yeah. And it's just because that was, That's you know, out yeah. here, it's like a Filipino nurse. That's, you know. Mm -hmm. I did have, I had like a Jamaican doctor at student health when I was in, in college. And I remember it. Yeah. Uh, Take it easy now. Did he say that? <laughs> no, it was a woman. And uh, yeah. I've had this like red mark on my chest, which I think started, uh, in rugby because they do this weird thing where they like the other guy grabs on be careful collar. you're gonna get a bumbo clut yeah. did he say that <laughs> so i have this like red thing that never oh went, what is never that? went away from well like, it's like a, it's, a, it's very nipply yeah it's, yeah it's fair it's odd it's it started when i was in college i just had that from the binding part it never went away so i went to uh oh. you know student health to be like is this dangerous like should i be is worried this about this clot? yeah <laughs> is this is this an is actual this bumbo clot <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I didn't know what to think. And then the Jamaican doctor, she's like, "Oh no, you're a man. Man got to have scar, <laughs> or something like that." And I was like, "All right, put me right at ease." So I was like, right. "I love that. <laughs> I love a little bit of just like you know, yeah. like wisdom instead of like <laughs> yeah. doctor speak." Yeah. Like, you're a man. Got to have a scar. That's very good. <laughs> That's true, though. Yeah, and right. it's also a great way of getting out of treating anything. Too. Yeah. It don't yeah. kill you, make you stronger. You're a man. You gotta have a flaccid <laughs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh man, that's uh, yeah, that's wild, dude. I, I've never seen that on your body. I mean, I probably have. I just never noticed. Yeah, it's not that noticeable. I've seen I've seen your chest a lot, but, but it probably you know. made you subconsciously more attracted to me because you know, hundred percent because you got a scar. scar. Yeah, men right. gotta have a scar. Men gotta have what's... slight discoloration on the chest, man. <laughs> <laughs> men gotta have body riddled with cancer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, wait. So, uh, what? What is? Is it an actual? It's just a scar, right? Yeah, basically, it's probably fine. We don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think what scars I have on my body. <clears throat> Grant, what scars do you have on your body? I have some birthmarks, um, but I don't think I have any real scars, no. Oh, no, man. no scars. Guess you know the real man. Oh, on my foot for my stepped on a, some glass. Okay, there we go. Ones. Oh, Nothing so good. you are a real man. I guess, yeah. We I mean, I have your, we got to have your scar mitzvah when you, when you really become a <laughs> I'll take a, I'll take a scar mitzvah. Put it down, put it down, put it down. Pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So I, I, I got some other con. Oh, yeah, yeah well, we only did the quiche. I mean, we've only done yeah. one. That was all well, off the quiche. You know, <laughs> that's how good we are. The lot of uh, ingredients in that quiche. Yeah, this that's one right. is more movie related. Um, okay. Hey everyone, Matt Lieb here with an annoying mid roll ad that I'm gonna be playing until March 17th. Why March 17th, you ask? Well, because I'm going to be co-headlining the Sacramento Punchline on Sunday, March 17th at 7 p.m. with my wife, Francesca Fiorentini. I would love it if you all bought your tickets to it. It's going to be really fun. Um, you helped us sell out uh, when we co-headlined the San Francisco Punchline. And now I'm asking for you to 
do it again. That's right. If you're in the Sacramento area or somewhere nearby, um, come to the Sacramento Punchline Sunday, March 17th, 7 p.m. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be there. Francesca's going to be there. Uh, someone else is going to open for us. I don't know who, but someone probably pretty funny. You're going to have a great time, and you can get your tickets right now by either clicking the link uh, that's in the show notes or going to punchlinesack.com and uh, buying your tickets. Do it. And if you can't go, hey, maybe you have friends who are in the area and, you you know, you can tell them like, hey, you like comedy. Come see this guy who does a podcast and his wife who also does a podcast. It'll be great. So, yes, please come. Sacramento Punchline, March 17th. That's a Sunday at 7 p.m. Come. Enjoy. Laugh. Love. All right. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Martin Scorsese has finally locked the running time uh, mm. on Killers of the Flower Moon, which uh, I have read. Great book. No, I don't know. Congratulations. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're, we're all very you're, fucking you're, happy for you're you. You're arrogant, Yahoo. Now. That's right. Yeah, right. it turns out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm self-aggrandizing Yahoo. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, Good so uh, you guys t- have any guesses on how long it's going to be for Four Scorsese? hours. Four hours. Three hours and 26 minutes. 26? 26. Too long. Yep, yep. Too um, long. It's a little bit long. I mean, too I, long. I think it's too long, but I also... I think if you're Scorsese, like I don't mind the That's long true. movie thing. Care. Like it was the no. the thing is when it really bothers me is when it's like a, a Marvel movie or when like it's a Marvel. The yeah. last Batman movie was like two hours and forty something, right. or fifty something. It's like okay, no, we're yeah. not doing that for. What a about Batman the movie. what about how we feel about John Wick? I mean, that was also that had a quite a runtime. I didn't so. see it specifically because actually, you know what? <clears> I saw <throat> the first like thirty minutes. And apologies to anyone like if it gets a lot better after that. I was just kind of. You walked out or something? Yeah, I left. I was like, I don't really care about this enough to stay for the whole thing. Wow. Well, are you allowed to do that as a film critic? I mean, I got laid off like four days later. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) You were in the middle. What am I doing? Well, I don't even need to review this movie anymore. I'm going. I'm going to go read this flower moon thing. (laughs) I I got to tell my podcast friends. I don't know. I'm sure it gets better, but it was like... I'm not saying it was like fucking great, but it did go quickly. I wouldn't say I was like, yeah, I mean, it's evolved in the, it's gotten campy as a franchise. Like I think all the John Wicks had a coolness about them that was undeniable. And this one was the first time I'm like, it's, it's a camp on itself now. Yeah. I don't need that much lore. Like it was a lot of, I mean, it was just 20 minutes of like gunplay and martial arts, but it's like gunplay and martial arts with Donnie Yen and Keanu and you know, like they're no offense to them, but they're both getting up there in years. It's not that exciting. Like they're not know, doing anything like groundbreaking or that cool with the martial arts. So I know yeah. gunfu. Yeah, yeah, I know gunfu. <laughs> um, was it? Wait, how long was it though? How long? It was, was like two. T- it was like two hours and forty-five. It was. It was. It was, oh, it was a movie. Fuck that. It was a. Yeah. It was. It had some heft. 
Yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is about movies now where they are insisting on them being over two hours long. Um, but it's just like, <clears throat> I think it's to try to distinguish itself from a TV show. And yeah, I, it's like, I'm they, like need- can, you, they should just, just pretend TV doesn't exist. If they're completely different guys yeah Just i mean basically they're on the same platform doesn't mean they're the same fucking thing right and like every art form it sort of starts out as you know uh a, a sort of just a way to entertain each other and have fun right. um and then like the longer it's around the more serious <clears throat> uh right. it gets you know it goes from shits and giggles to like okay we have to actually do uh capital a art and um you know yeah maybe just go for shoot for entertaining and then if it turns into art organically, go with right. it. Right. But yeah. Just, and I mean, I don't fully even understand the economics of it because it's like, you know, uh, are they saying that, well, in order to get people out to the theaters, you have to make it long? Because I don't think that's true. I don't think people. Well, it used to be the economic incentive was to make them shorter because you could get you could sell more tickets that's in a I'm, day and show more movies that's what i'm saying that's why I'm, i don't really understand the move towards longer movies i i don't understand at least from an economic standpoint i mean it's not like you sell more popcorn you sell less of everything by making them super long so all i can think is the reason that they do it is because of like I don't know, like director and producer yeah, vanity. I think it's like, yeah, I think it's vanity. And I think it's like the perception that you're getting more. Uh, and like, you know, no, you, you I, don't, I don't, I you don't want to wait for yeah. streaming on a movie this long. I don't know. I don't think it was a boardroom decision. Like we should make longer movies. I, 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 right. I, I would, I would probably glean that it was more of a trend and that, yeah, and that, yeah. and that they loosened the reins a little bit on the <clears> 90 minute, you know, uh, intensity with direct and directors always want their movies to be longer. Right. I mean, that's what always. director's cuts are. So that's always been a, although it would pull. be very funny if there was a director's cut that was super short. <laughs> I mean, I think <laughs> Blade yeah. Runner, like director's cut is just like one scene. Yeah. And it's like, that's most, that's, I yeah, wasn't, you get it. I wasn't really on for this one. Yeah. yeah so. I just yeah. wanted to do the tears in the rain, in the, in the rain scene and the rest. That's yeah, pretty rough. much yeah. it. And then they made me put all the other stuff in and I don't really get it. If I'm being honest, like what is, is this uh I, you know, I think part of it that. was the i think it was partly a uh commercial thing in the sense that the the commercial imperative of the comic book movie is to s- try to squeeze as many of the characters that people Probably recognize from the comic books into right. them right and in right. order to do that uh you, gotta you have to write story yeah you have to write storylines to like explain why all these people are in the same universes that's why we have so many movies where there's a multiverse and there's time travel because that's the mm-hmm. only like logical way to squeeze in why you need to have uh, a viking god and like a, a arms dealer who made an iron suit like in the same movie so annoying i hate it so much but it's i like with so scorsese boring. because i feel like with scorsese like the older he gets the less interested he is in paring down his movies into yeah. like because yeah. i don't think he's ever been a director who um has one tight plot driven idea no. like one yeah, of my no. favorite scorsese movies is gangs of new york and there's like yes. very little plot in that movie i mean like, yeah. you know I, it's like i guess there's a plot it's you know there's but, kind uh, of a plot but it's mostly strung together like fascinating scenes yeah. of like oh wow i guess yeah. america was weird yeah, yeah i don't give a shit about the story i just want to see yeah. fucking daniel day Lewis, Daniel Lewis strut around yeah, in like really high yeah. stripey pants 
Yeah. Absolutely. This is a kill. This <laughs> is a wound. <laughs> I, like, I love that shit. I, I really like... I, I resurrected I a, an old New York accent that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say Irish, but then also the N-word. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of Which the N-word. the same now. thing to me. I love... I remember around the time that that movie came out, there was like an interview with Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, it was print. Uh, and it, it, like he said that one of his like in order to get in character for the movie, he was listening to a lot of Eminem. And I remember oh, wait, that wait, to get in character for what movie? For Gangs of New York <laughs> to play the butcher, he was listening to a lot of Eminem. And I remember at the time being like, "Oh, that's so cool, man! I listen to Eminem." And, and then, and then now I'm like looking back and you're like, "What did you get from that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah the character is nothing like Eminem, and it was, I guess is the anger of the character. Mm, but yeah, the, I, don't, I don't know. I just love the idea of Daniel Day Lewis listening to Eminem like yeah, palms are sweaty <laughs> now I'm just imagining Tom Hardy listening to Eminem's Venom song to get into character as Venom like oh gonna tell him Venom, Venom. <laughs> he says a bunch of words and I don't know what any of them are except for Venom Tell them, Venom, we got denim. Where to wear them when they get them. I don't know, man. I don't know the song you're talking about, but I can do it. It's pretty good. Oh, God. I feel like I have to. No, I don't know the song either, but I'm not a big, yeah, I'm not a huge hip hop That's an awful hot Venom pot. I'm going to make a Spider-Man? Probably not. There we go. Wow. You want more. I, I, I see it in your beat. eyes. Should I drop a beat? I can can you drop a beat? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it's not hooked up, but I could. I... should have been dead a long time ago. Liquid Tylenol, gelatin, sneak my skeletons, melting. Wicked, I get all high when I think I smell the scent of elephant. Manua, hell, I'm in Kahlua, screw it to hell with it. I went through hell with accelerants and blew up my, my, myself again. No, no, it's not the chorus, unfortunately. I didn't I couldn't fast. No, that was I was listening to it and I was you know, I was like, yeah, that's Eminem doing his doing his thing. You know, Eminem's thing is uh is like it's funny because as soon as it got parodied, I felt like now I'm immune to it. Like there was a mm. time where I was like, dude, let, this is crazy. Look at him no, go. I the rhyming scheme. I think he slid into like this is cool because of how technically I can rap. Because I don't know. I've listened to more Eminem recently because my stepson has uh, is at the age where he's starting to enjoy where Eminem happens. Yeah. Eminem. But then you listen to the old songs. It's not like he's doing anything crazy rapping. He's just telling no. a coherent story, which is like kind of yeah. funny and memorable. Yeah. Uh, which I think was why. He got famous, but then he, at a certain point, he's like, I can be the fastest rapper with the most complicated rhyme scheme. Right, and then he just says right. stuff where I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. So it's not that interesting to me anymore. It's yeah. like jazz. Yeah, you know? No, I mean, it is. He got, he got too good at his instrument and just, mm. well, he, well, he got bored. <laughs> And he, yeah. so he wanted to be to impressive things on his instrument, and that's when he lost. You know, when you lose people. That I thought exactly you were. I thought right. you were trying to say like, oh no, it's really about the rhymes that he's not doing. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's what he chose not to write to rhyme venom with, <laughs> <laughs> and it was Eminem himself. What is he saying about himself? <laughs> no, it's about the fact that he's so good at the thing he does that and it's only it for is, other people who are good at it. Yeah, yeah it's, you know? and it's yeah. like off-putting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, it is funny that like a an impression of bad jazz can only be done with a really 
good fucking like saxophone player oh, yeah, or a really good guitar yeah, player. You would know immediately. It could sound right. like noodling when it's like modern jazz, but if somebody right. just tries to noodle and do an impression of it, you can tell that that's fake. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. I, because you have to go all the way around to come back to bad. Right. You have to be you good have to, enough in order to, to do it as a joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which we get back to once again, learning like, to dance uh, sarcastically. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's the same thing. But yeah, uh, Eminem, like, it's true. Like, he, he did build his career on, like, mostly it was like being like fuck you christina aguilera <laughs> which yeah. i uh doing a lot of, of like appreciate. misogynistic jokes about uh female celebrities of the day yeah 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 well, didn't which, he make, um, and i don't know anything we're out of my depth here but didn't okay. he make machine gun kelly like quit rapping because of that shit like that this wait this, what that's what my wife says because she's more my my this stuff okay uh she's more plugged <laughs> into this stuff uh, <laughs> just totally <laughs> understand. <laughs> uh, she said that basically Machine Gun Kelly made a track calling Eminem out. Eminem made a response track that was so devastating uh, oh. on Machine Gun Kelly uh, that he just stopped rapping. And that's when he Whoa. went into this whole punk rock thing, basically. He was like, wow. he, he, was like he, just, he just ended it. That's you know? insane. I did. I didn't know that. But I don't know uh, how much truth there is. If that. he could make him stop being a celebrity, that would be that would just, be incredible. Yeah, I know. Keep going. Why yeah, stop at rapping? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kill him. Just murder him. Yeah. Bury his body. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> get rid of do him. Do some please. of the things you say you're going to do. Will you commit? Yeah. You know, a lot of talk. I, a lot of I know. talk. If you guy. got the power to make someone quit the, the one thing, you can also make them quit. Yeah, we should. Doing. I can give him a list of comics. I'll tell you. Boy. Oh my god, dude! Eminem just, just rapping about local open micers. Like it's been ten years, you still got tears. Same five minutes. Same five minutes. <laughs> you you call yourself it. fluffy, but you really a scruffy. <laughs> what are you, the Beach Boys? Never make them laugh. Um, sorry. Yeah, God it's, only uh, knows why you're still playing this game. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, the jokes sound like ass. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, I yeah, I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate Scorsese's. I don't really give a fuck anymore. Like staged oh, because, right. like the uh, the last one, The Irishman, it was yeah. based on a book called uh, I Hear You Paint Houses. Right, and he left the title card, which said. I heard you paint houses in the movie, even after it was called the Irishman, which right. made me think that someone told him like, Hey, you need to update this. And he was just like, ah, whatever. People, I don't know. People I liked it. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause they did it. They had that, that card in there, but didn't it, I thought they were breaking it up at, at, in chapters. Isn't that what it was? It was like, I mean, it was the beginning. That was like after the, the, no, I don't think there was any other like, title card i swear there was Maybe. i mean i don't know dude there's like 80 hours in there i bet there's another title card in there yeah just robert i De Niro would love it if he just aged like down but still uh moving like a 70 something year old terrifying. man terrifying. fuck dude that's i think that's the bummer to me about the scorsese like kind of like not giving a fuck thing that's going on because I, I i really enjoy the irish man like yeah i, I still I, like I, the I, movie i've rewatched it a couple of times and i'm just like there's something about like Scorsese's 
pacing or just like i don't know scene by scene he's just such a he great knows director how to make a fucking movie like i could watch an entire movie just out of that one scene where the guy gets assassinated at the like anti-italian defamation League, oh yeah uh, yeah parade thing yeah no it, it, like there's a, a bunch of like gr- great scenes in it but i realized that like part of also the not giving a fuck and getting old thing is that like he will do things like leave in that scene where Robert De Niro's fucking 90 year old ass is like beating up some guy and just throwing punches that are missing and like very tiny, you know, baby <laughs> Elaine dancing kicks yeah. and, and, and just like, and the guy going, ah, ah, like, like he's getting beat up. And I was like, this is, uh, this is make them go again. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Do another take of that. <laughs> Do yeah, another come on. Take. Get a stunt double. You already put like eight pounds of green screen, like just applied yeah. to his face. You could have applied exactly. that to his feet too. Yeah. There's too much fucking shit on me. <laughs> De Niro just in young guy makeup. That's actually the funniest thing about uh, old guy makeup now is when I see it in movies, I just think of there's too much fucking shit on me. <laughs> like, have you guys have you guys rewatched or seen that movie, the J. Edgar Hoover movie by Clint Eastwood? Oh no! He, I never actually he, saw that. I really feel oh, like I need to watch that. Oh, it is it is dog shit. Um, and they have both Leonardo DiCaprio. That's and, great because Clint Eastwood has been too old to give a shit about like doing yes. other takes for like twenty five years at least. Exactly, exactly. Um, and so they make Leo and Army Hammer both wear old man makeup and it is the most atrocious <laughs> SNL level fucking like bad makeup job. And uh, I, it's like you watch it and you go like, there's gotta be someone on set who's like, no, we can't, <laughs> we can't, we can't go out. Or, or they're, they're all just going, I don't know, man. They probably got like a FX guy. who's gonna fucking <laughs> well, I mean, Eastwood was, a, was, uh, was infamous for, Doing baby. <laughs> doing takes that the actors thought was just a rehearsal take, and then just being like, "All right, we got it. We were shooting that actually." Oh my god! Like the fake That's... baby from uh, American Sniper, Dude. where it was just like, "You know what? I'm sick of trying to get this real baby to stop crying." Uh, yes, just do it with the doll and leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that wow. Oof, oof. I love, that. I love a crotchety ed, the crotchety edit. You know, yeah, yeah. The, the, the crotchety cut. I know? love a good crotchety cut. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like it's fine if it's Clint Eastwood. I think if it's Scorsese, it's like it just it, it takes me out a little bit, and I go like, ah, oh, I know you're old, but you can get this one right because right, that wasn't that didn't used to be Scorsese's thing. That's no. kind of always been Clint Eastwood's thing. Yes, right. Clint Eastwood's always been, been just like been that age oh, whatever. <laughs> Like he's pissed that he has to be there. Well, it was, he, he was making. It was a time when they made three movies a day, right? Probably. That's right. You know. Yeah, that's the right. Studio system. That's so true. He was like living in Italy, making cowboy movies in English, and he was, and he was just like, we pumped out eight of these in one hour. Yeah. You expect me to do two takes two with takes? this rubber baby? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. He was probably Obama. He, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he would be mad at Obama. It seems like, yeah. Great. yeah. He, uh, Clint Eastwood probably had to save time to get home to one of his many uh, out-of-wedlock children that he has. <laughs> <laughs> 
How many? How many does he have? Batman. This is the personal life section of his Wikipedia. Clint Eastwood has had numerous casual and serious relationships of varying length and intensity over his life, many of which overlapped. Oh, the overlap part. He has eight known children by six women, only half of whom were contemporaneously acknowledged. Eastwood refuses to confirm his exact number of offspring, and there have been (laughs) wide discrepancies in the media regarding the number. His biographer, Patrick McGilligan, has stated on camera that Eastwood's total number of children is unclear and that one was when he was still in high school. Uh, Damn. (laughs) Eastwood's first marriage was to manufacturing secretary secretary Margaret Neville Johnson in December 1953, having met her on a blind date the previous May. During the courtship, he had an affair that resulted in his daughter, Lori, born 1954, uh, mm. Do that. What is that? Like 70, 69 years shit. ago? Uh, who was adopted yeah, but by huh. daughter born nice. in 1954. God damn, yeah. you're old. While the, uh, ad- 69. <laughs> while the identity of Lori's biological mother is not public record, McGilligan said that the mother belonged to a theater group Eastwood persil- uh, participated in. Uh, Eastwood continued having affairs while married to Johnson, including a 1959 to 1973 liaison with stuntwoman Roxanne Tunis that produced a daughter, uh, Kimber, in 1964. <laughs> Um, I love that he's just like, he's like, I will not confirm how many children I have, but I will confirm one thing. They're all white. (laughs) Johnson tolerated the open marriage with Eastwood, and eventually they had two children, Kyle and Allison, uh, 68 and 72. In 75, Eastwood married actress-director Sandra Locke and and began living together. Um, she had been in a marriage of convenience since 1967 with Gordon Anderson, an unemployed homosexual. Uh, <laughs> Locke what's, claimed what's convenient that. Why about they gotta that? Be me- <laughs> that convenient Why they got to add unemployed to that? <laughs> yes. Like, at that <laughs> moment, <laughs> maybe? Yeah, like, what on. is he, perpetually unemployed? <laughs> yeah, like, he's up. just, like, double burning I'm unemployed him. unemployed right now. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. As a laid-off Some American. jobless gay. <laughs> well, my first husband was a jobless gay. <laughs> Locke claimed that Eastwood sang She Made Me Monogamous to her and confided he had never been in love before. Nine years into their cohabitation, Eastwood officially divorced Johnson. Locke, however, remained married to Anderson until her death in 2018. Uh, Is Anderson the jobless gay? Yes, he is. Okay. In an unpublicized affair, Eastwood sired two legally fatherless children. <laughs> Legally fatherless. <laughs> Hence using the word sired. <laughs> like he's fucking chattel. <laughs> that should be the, their Twitter profile. Legally fatherless. Legally fatherless. Uh, Scott and Catherine, 86 and 88, uh, with Jacqueline Reeves, a flight attendant. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Palimony right. suit. During the early to mid-90s, Eastwood had a relationship with actress Frances Fisher that produced a daughter, Francesca, born 1993. Mm, Eastwood was... Damn, well, okay, this is what I was waiting on. I was like, his kids that were born after me. So I know, you know, like... Yeah, he has one daughter that's almost as old as my mom and then other children that are, like, younger than me. Wild. Um, um, Eastwood was married for the second time in 1996 to news anchor Dina Ruiz who gave birth to their daughter Morgan that same year. Ruiz and Eastwood's marriage lasted until 2014. He has been seen with other women since then. Uh, in a 2013 <sighs> statement to People magazine, Eastwood's longtime manager professed to have no knowledge of his client's personal life. 
Yeah. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you said how many kids now? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Well, someone's got to talk to him. I don't know. Man. <laughs> seems like it's, it's no wonder he's making so many yeah, movies. Someone should manage that situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, someone should manage it. <laughs> Listen, I'm his career manager. I don't manage the babies. Okay, that's that's a, uh, someone else's job for the mothers. Man, all right, manger yeah. manager. That's women's yeah. work is acknowledging children. That's ah. right. Wow. Uh, Quite the yeah. Uh, that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's, he's an he's, alpha. What are you going to do? He's a bull. He's an alpha. Yeah. That's yeah, the I thing. Can't pull that you know, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. That guy is. He was put out to stud at 15, and he never stopped studding. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just filled with cum. <laughs> just a virile, sired. <laughs> I sired two fatherless, fatherless bastards. Officially fatherless. Legally fatherless. I love legally fatherless. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, uh, he crossed his name out of the birth certificate. I don't as part, lawyer, of the, as part of the legal settlement, he had to. Oh, yeah. He, he, he we had to exist. agree that he is not the father. Yeah. That is so, that is so insane. That is like, it, it just, you know, I, I, I have one child. Mm. And I mean, I'm not, obviously, he has not taken care of a single child in his life. We know that. But like, just the idea of having like eight or nine or 10 other little rashy ass leaves out there, <laughs> all different ages, all like, you know, I got a 50 year old leave just covered in eczema, <laughs> fucking 13 year old leave who's like fucking a fish for the first time. Just like all of the weird DNA shit just manifesting in 8,000 different ways. This is like, there was, I saw a documentary about some, psycho fucking fertility doctor who mm. uh did yeah. you watch that I, saw, I think i saw that yeah and it, he basically like in some small town in fucking wisconsin or some shit i don't know he uh was for women who were trying to get pregnant with their you know husband sperm or donor sperm he would throw out their sperm and use his own cool. so he had as like, a fertility doctor i've studied a lot of sperm and i've come to the conclusion that mine is the best sperm and it will yeah. work the best so yeah and but he would do it without telling them and uh, tastes better. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> love your own Listen, brand i've tasted you know there's i'll a, take the coca-cola challenge with any other sperm <laughs> or is it the pepsi challenge i don't remember it's the pepsi challenge yeah. that's right same difference um uh, but yes yeah, just but so he he has like 50 kids all in this like small town that all discovered they were all related and all i could think was just like you have to be so fucking cocky and arrogant because mm. all i can think of is just like there's not one thing there's not one thing in your body or in your you know genetics that you're like well do i really want to spread this around like i can think of one right off the top of my head um desire to impregnate people secretly with your sperm that <laughs> yeah. seems like a weird yeah. trait to pass on um yeah and for me it's like just eczema and drug drug addiction <laughs> I mean, he just got really into the idea of uh people getting impregnated when he was became a fertility doctor that's yeah. how can you not you right. go down that rabbit hole 
you got to be into what you're into, you know? Well, it's, a chicken, it's a chicken or the egg uh, scenario. That's true. That's know? true. Yeah. yeah. It's like sometimes you get into the job and you're just like, I mean, you know, you, know, you got to question a gynecologist on some level. You know, on a some, male gynecologist, you know, it's like, yeah, okay. You know, I feel like there's probably a good amount of male gynecologists. Obviously, there's a good amount of them who are just like, yeah, I'm all up in them guts. But like, there's also others who... I think when you're in medical school, I don't know how medical school works, but I imagine there's like, it's like classes or like today it's butts, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> right. you know, uh, to, and then it's toes, right? And then it's like, <laughs> whoever eyes, gets ears. an A on that day, that, that becomes their specialty for the rest of the Right, life. exactly. Like some guy was just like, I don't know. I just, I knew where the we'll labia majora was, yeah. where yeah. the labia minora was. <laughs> I know where the clit is. And like he got an A and was just like, fuck, I guess it's my calling, you know? Mm -hmm. I like to think that that's the case sometimes. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. We had an OB, uh, Dr. I think his name was Dr. Epstein, <laughs> which is always unfortunate. It is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's a Jew. yeah, it's rough. No, go yeah, on. Yeah, you know, it's just like it, it. it's a name that exists. There's a lot of fucking Epsteins out oh, there. Yeah. And like now all of them can't have a son named Jeffrey. No, Jeff's gone. <laughs> Jeff's out. That, yeah. that name is gone. But uh, so we had one OB. The, our main OBGYN was a, was a woman. But then we had this other OB uh, who was a guy who um, was kind of like once we saw him, we were like, oh, he's he's gay um but then i started thinking like you th what if he's not gay and this is just like he has to put on this affectation mm. in order to make people to be more feel comfortable yeah, to be more Whoa. accepted as a gynecologist yeah i like that, that mm. i mean, it's I mean like, I mean, I, if he was a titty squeezyologist i'd say for sure <laughs> 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 well, would that be a uh, would that be a benefit or a hindrance for him in that profession you could look at that one either way <laughs> oh, i love it <laughs> Oh, anesthesiologist, titty-squeezyologist. This works in a... Mom's spaghetti. Oh. It's the same. Mom's spaghetti. Exactly. Mom's spaghetti. Oh, all right. I mean, well, speaking of uh, pregnancy, Matt... Um, hey. Oh, okay. Did you, um, did you help your uh, wife um, shave, shave down there while she was pregnant? No. Because that's Megan, Megan Trainer says her husband shaved, quote, everything for her while she was pregnant. Wait, who's Megan Trainer again? She's all about that base. Oh, okay. Megan Trainer is her name? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The only type of trainers I know is uh, sissy trainers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Go on. Well, it's a type of porn you see. It's a lot okay. like a sissy hypno, uh -huh. uh, but a sissy trainer is just you know. It's like uh, they're just telling you how to get you know, like put on some women's underwear. All right, now suck that dick, bitch, and then you know. And then I they, don't watch it. Do it's it. not. No, me. yeah, of course not. No. Not for me, yeah. but it's. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so Megan Trainer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 29-year-old All About That Bass singer said that her husband, Spy Kids actor Daryl Sabara, 30, Good start. <laughs> shaved, her, <laughs> shaved her legs in privates during her first pregnancy. Hmm. Uh, he shaved everything, she told the outlet. 
for the C-section. Is, sorry, go ahead. I, no, I'm just sorry, but everything. I think what, you know. Is there more than one thing? Well, there's just everything from the waist legs, down. Yeah. Armpits. Those are the main Oh, things. I guess if you're in a conversation where you haven't yet admitted that he shaved your pussy, you would then say he shaved everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know how this question got asked. I mean, I, I don't know to either. see the ramp of how we ended up here. Has like, your yeah. husband ever shaved you? <laughs> hey, you know how you marry to spy, kid? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering, on that note, <laughs> he ever shave you somewhere? <laughs> oh, yeah, he shaved me everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, pussy shave too. I mean, that's a deep, yeah, that's a deep pregnancy cut magazine. Like, you know. Yeah, like I know. They're really, they're really in, going for wow, it. Wow, they're in, they're in their 60s. We always ask about shaving <laughs> in pregnancy magazine. It was People. People magazine. Wow. Yeah, people, yeah. They're well, that. that's the thing about people. It's, it's about all of people. Yeah. <laughs> For the C-section, I don't know why, but I was like, I want a clear path. I want nothing in the way. So make sure it's gorgeous down there so they could see everything. And he did that Wait, for Wait, but is this for a C-section? Why would you want to shave the pussy for a C-section? Oh, no, it was, her, just... it was her belly. She's Italian. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pussy goes all the way up to just below the titties. <laughs> so someone's like, shaving a stomach and they go and shave my pussy. Keep going. Wait, yeah, that is strange though. I mean, why would you I guess I mean I know that hormonally, like you can get maybe more hairs or something, and so maybe the pussy hair is going far up. I mean, I don't maybe know, she I'm wanted to fuck her doctor. Oh, well, yeah. That's possible. You know? Yeah. yeah she just I wanted to look, that. you know, she wanted to make it look good. Uh, in 2021, <laughs> Trainer revealed on Nicole Byers' podcast that their bathroom has two toilets so the happy couple can pee next to each other. Uh, All right. This uh, these is, people are weird. This is, these, this is yeah. <laughs> this, are, you, this is Okay. You guys are pissing wild. on each other and shaving each you, other's. You, you guys know. are shaving each other's pussies for C-sections. They are. She is about the base. I mean, that is some low-frequency stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, there may be no treble, but lots of trouble. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh huh. Are you in auditioning for the Entertainment Tonight job? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> may not like treble, but he's going to get a line from Move over, Mario Lopez. There is a new. <laughs> There's a new lobotomized presenter in town. <laughs> yeah. And he's happy all time. <laughs> He's happy like, all time. <laughs> Hi, welcome entertainment today. <laughs> today we look at Adam Driver and go, wow. <laughs> look at him. Beautiful man. Thin skinny, lean man, lean muscle, happy. Oh Mr. Driver, Mr. Driver, how you make your hair so perfect? Oh, you put stuff in it? Wow. Okay, thank you for interview time. Next who's, week who's on next, who's next on the red carpet. Oh, next week on red carpet we have you know beautiful lady Miss Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Hi, you played a uh, revolutionary lady with the, uh, the fingers in movie about Hunger Game. <laughs> what? How do you have time to do pretty so much? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'm into it now. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Because when I see you, I say, "Wow, <laughs> you're stunning." Okay, thank you for time. Back to you in studio. Thank you so much for your red carpet. 
<laughs> just a guy <laughs> way more lobotomized. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you, Matt. I'm here. <laughs> who, ne- who next? There's someone behind you. Who? <laughs> Who is that? Oh, oh, who is this beautiful black lady? <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Black. She is Viola Davis. <laughs> Hi, Miss Davis. How are you so beautiful, black person? <laughs> Just like, he's also like a little racist, but he doesn't know he's racist. <laughs> yeah, he's really just, he's, he's charmed by it. He's calling him like he sees him. I think both black people, white people equal. When I look at you, I see you above equal black person. <laughs> stop. You Thank like you? Equal plus plus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just people whispering in his ear. You gotta stop calling all every, every black actor black people. Just say their name. Okay. I've just been informed that my when God. I just say black <laughs> my God. <laughs> I've been informed by Lord Jesus Christ that I cannot keep saying black people every time I talk to black actors. Magic ear voice say I have to say different word. Yeah. Magic ear voice also get mad when I masturbate. <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah. nobody knows this, but in our in our bathroom there was one toilet and a lot of the time in the middle of the night when we were with the baby, we've got to pee at the same time, she said. So that is true. Is yeah, that but that is, you have two bathrooms. Yeah, but one's downstairs, and when you're tired, you gotta go to the fucking downstairs I toilet. I don't have stairs. I live in a duplex. Mm. Okay, so I got a upstairs and a downstairs, and I got a bathroom and a half bath. That's so, yeah, that is true. You don't want to walk down the stairs in the middle of the night; you might fall. And you guys would have That's, to pee at the same time a lot. That happens a lot? Yeah, it happens a lot at our house. Our cycles are have started to match our pee-pee cycles. Well, but Matt not drinks a lot cycles. of soda pop, so he has to pee a lot. I don't drink that much soda pop. Mm-hmm, okay. I try I try not to. Mm-hmm. I have a Coke Zero every afternoon. That's you know? nice. Oh, That's a nice yeah. little treat. I love it. Yeah. Usually no, people I, I don't... Uh, I feel like Coke Zero, Like they thought it was going to be a bigger hit, and people were like, you know, I like the... I stand like by Coke a, Zero, but I'm also not like... Get Diet Coke out of my way, you know. I just mm-hmm. prefer oh, yeah. just slight preference, you know. Yeah. I remember when I was working as a PA, there was one. It was like a DP on a commercial shoot, and he was like, yeah, "I want double penetration." <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he's like, "I want diet, caffeine-free Dr Pepper," and Out I had to like here. drive around to every Walmart. Oh my god! In San Diego, looking for diet, caffeine-free so Dr Pepper. It's so niche. That's insane. Although yeah, I feel like the diet, sorry, the cherry Coke Zero should be more ubiquitous. I mean, that's mm. a delicious. Mm. That's who doesn't. That's wonderful. It's it's a yeah. delightful beverage. I, I don't. The, why isn't that an option more often? The cherry masks the Splenda. Yeah, totally. Just yeah, and it just becomes one. Just lovely. Anyway, yeah. I think mm. more diet soda options should be. I don't understand why you go to a restaurant and they're always like, just Diet Coke is the only diet. Like there is such thing as Diet Sprite. Why can't yeah, I get a diet right. Sprite? Diet Sprite is fucking delicious. Sprite is delicious, you know? I love Sprite. So let's go diet Sprite. Why can't we have two diets in the same fountain? Is is a diet soda, is it actually better for you than just no, a regular soda? No, I mean, it's no differently bad. It's differently no, yeah, bad. Exactly. It's, okay. it's different bad. Yeah, so. Yeah. Because I know that there was a time when I used to drink a lot of soda, and then eventually I started gaining weight because of it, and I was like, I, I, can't, I can't do this anymore. And I never switch to, to the... decide whether you want to get fat or get cancer, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, cancer. Right. Yeah, with the diets. Yeah, they got a lot of weird stuff in there. Yeah, give me a cancer. We're all going to get cancer. That's anyway. what I'm saying. Like, you're going to get... What, what, yeah, exactly. What, you're going to avoid cancer? Yeah, yeah okay. if you get hit by a bus. Sure. Yeah. Then oh, you're you, lucky you, you don't broccoli? get broccoli? Oh, you got broccoli? Yeah. Ooh, it's like, well, well, you know what they sprayed ooh, it with? Broccoli. Cancer breath. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's what keeps the bugs off. It's cancer. I'd rather get hit by a bus than have a broccoli. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I've come around. I like broccoli now. Oh, I love broccoli no, I like too. Broccoli I just, as well. I'm just I going mean, for listen, it. I'm, I'm cool with broccoli. Kale yeah. can, fuck off. Kale can parents, fuck off. Kale can fully fuck off. I, I the, our so. parents didn't realize that, that vegetables should be like fully cooked and with char. Like, Dude, so we just had yes. like, we had like a stiff steamed vegetables, which Oof. is the absolute worst kind of the vegetable. The worst so fucking we, thing ever. Yeah. And the only thing good it, you can do with it is just pour salt on it yeah. in order to like fucking like, it just becomes a you know a, a salt delivery mechanism yeah now i now i just put asparagus under the broiler for like 12 minutes and i'm like what what were you guys doing when you were Bro, making vegetables in the cities you did air the same fryer, thing in sure. six minutes with the asparagus in the air fryer. yeah uh, it's and unbelievable it's though it's delicious it's it's, it's, it's a crime it's, how good it, it is you know? you know what it is it is because all of our parents are their generation was like you know, new to like it's when health food. food had come into its own, but cooking had not like we had not yet developed like an American uh, cooking culture, and those yes. two things collided uh, to give us all of the worst food. Where it was like, okay, you're gonna eat sandwiches with multigrain bread, but it's gonna taste awful and have like fucking granola and wood chips in it. Right, right, and I, I realized that there's something like um, because of. The Industrial Revolution, let's call it. <laughs> no, because, uh, you know, all of a sudden we discovered all these ways to preserve foods and to, like, you know, have, uh, you know, fruits that aren't in season exist year round and all this stuff, can things, all this. Um, like, that shit was, like, that was, like, fucking boss pimp shit back in the day right, like yeah. you were 50s housewife you were just like yeah. fucking frozen food look at this revelation Absolutely. even in the yeah. 90s it was like it was a power move the further away your food came from like the cooler it was right yeah but what's interesting about it is like uh my uh one of my cousins found an old recipe book from my grandma from the 30s and was just like, look at all these like old, you know, Jewish recipes, but they weren't really like there was a lot of like Ashkenazi food, like this eating liver. There's a lot of liver, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, the but like a lot of it was just like felt like early 20th century like housewife recipes it's yeah. just like you know tuna surprise and yeah. shit like that and it's just like get eight cans of tuna find raisins um <laughs> yeah, yeah. get this particular brand of preservative <laughs> mixed together put in very very nice china and then you know yeah do you go follow, over to uh, girlfriend's house and talk about how hot neighbor is <laughs> do you follow 70s dinner party on twitter no it's a it's an, great, it's an amazing account that like sort of collates all the just horrifying foods that uh, mm -hmm. america oh, had in the 70s it's really good there's so many like oh, jello molds it's a lot of yes it's a lot of like things like bad food in the shape of something <laughs> right yeah like that makes it eat good. my this dessert shaped like my dog <laughs> um i had uh 
like some really spicy habanero salsa earlier today. Yeah. So I, I have to take the worst fiery <laughs> shit you guys have ever. So you guys want to, uh, you guys want to wrap this can up? We wrap it up then. Or? Oh sure. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I, okay. I got to take. A, I have to say, mess. on your bachelor well, party, I was impressed with your bowels because you were just eating like entire serrano peppers, like raw yeah, with your tacos, no, and I was like, man, this I, guy has to have like that would put me down for seven hours. So yeah, for some people, like usually I, I can handle it, but I knew that when I was having the salsa, I was like, this is gonna hurt at some point, and if I'm lucky, it'll be right in the middle of the broadcast, but. <laughs> Also, I have child have to take care it's of. It's tight. It's tapering. It's good timing, actually. Yeah, the bowels, yeah. I think it's the bowels are ringing. You know, the bowels, the bowels are ringing. <laughs> it, they toll for thee. <laughs> Grant Gordon, thank you so much for coming for on the podcast. Joy. Where where can people find you? Uh, I'm on the internet uh, as Go Grant Gordon on uh, Twitter and all that Instagram and uh, yeah. Uh, actually, I, uh, I'm going to be Twitch streaming some uh, music stuff soon. So, Hell yeah. Uh, I haven't, I'm building it, but uh, <laughs> that's under uh, Lucky Tamagotchi. Uh, Lucky Tamagotchi yeah, yeah. on Twitch.tv. Twitch. Twitch, so, yeah. Check out Grant Gordon. He's a fantastic musician as well as a hilarious comedian. Follow him on all the things. Patreon.com slash broadcast for the bonus episodes broadcast at gmail.com for all your questions comments and concerns vince what is the google voice number 415-275-0030 all righty everyone thanks again so much for listening and until next time good night and good chance oh my poopy okay. go get him <laughs>